So yeah, I uh, <laughs> learned uh, learned a neat thing this week, uh, which is that the the editor for Corsair, uh, the PC, uh, uh, oh the like peripheral uh, manufacturer, um, yeah, the keyboard, the mice, and the other parts and stuff that have all the cool RGB stuff, and theirs is like, <laughs> it's pretty nuts, like. I got into using some of the LG stuff because I know Zeus uh, has always been kind of partial to that. I found uh, at least for for a while, and so I, I was I was kind of always intrigued by it from what I seen from his setup. And I'd used their editor and stuff for a bit, but man, the Corsair one is just crazy. Like you can set up like all these different lighting effects and like stack them on your keyboard to do all kinds of like weird like different things and you can just like intermix all these different effects to do like some wild shit with it and you can sync them across all the other ones that you have and they all have like a lot of settings and stuff too but there's also all the settings you can do for uh input macros and stuff which isn't too uncommon uh it's really really flexible i find with their program which i really like but in particular i learned that with any uh input macro you can set up you can also (laughs) Aside from just binding keys to it, you can have it either trigger some sort of lighting effect on the keyboard, which, sure, that's kind of neat. The real juice, though, the real sauce comes in when you you can set custom sound effects to play when you hit a key. Of course, you can just okay. bind it to any 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 MP3 file on your on your system. Just wire it up, and you've got yes, yeah, so yeah. Basically, I now have something of a soundboard set up. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, there's it's not that hard to set it up so you can just pipe audio from your output into an input uh, on oh, the yeah. machine. And then you can just do all kinds of uh, fun stuff. Um, and, it, you know, it's it's not something I ever, ever intend to abuse for any reason. Because uh, it is a lot of power and that's something you have to hold responsibly. But, you know, I mean, I can do something like this. What? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know it, the, the only trick <laughs> the only downfall of my current setup is that i can't do that like because we record everything through the discord call and yeah. if i wanted to go through the discord call you only have one input go in there at a time right now and that means i have to swap it between my regular input for my microphone and the input that i have for the special little app thing that i have set up to basically pipe shit through from my output to my input uh, well, it's not like an app; it's like a specialized driver. But, anyways, basically, it's pretty cool because I could just meme on people real good now if I want to. I mean, it is, um, it is a little yeah surprising just uh, talking and then yeah all of a sudden hearing a ra- yeah a random yeah sound effects. Both yeah. great power comes great responsibility. Well, if I ask you, can you handle it? <laughs> Can you edit? <laughs> I can be responsible, Lingo. No, I. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. But it's too late now. <laughs> Pandora's box has already been opened. <laughs> uh, but well, I, to be fair, I wasn't that bad even last night when I was first trying it out. Because yeah. <laughs> got on that call with you guys there oh, late God. last night. <laughs> You're watching Stu play Elden Ring, and I came in. And I was just a menace for a few minutes. <laughs> I <laughs> okay, but I I'll say though I laughed really hard at the point where I just went real quiet. <laughs> I just let it kind of be silent for a moment, didn't interrupt anything. And then <laughs> I have one sound effect that is just 
all it is is a Discord notification. Oh my yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just played that just quietly, just like just very like once, and then just sort of let it sit for a moment, and nobody addressed it the first time, and it, that which I expected. I didn't expect anyone was gonna bite on the first round, but I knew I needed to wait a moment for it to not be too immediately suspicious. <laughs> And then I laid it on a second time, and then, and then Dingo's like, "Wait, is somebody getting? Who's getting Discord notifications? What's going on?" I mean, right. if you can like really find like the appropriate sounds for stuff and like sneak them in, you could definitely like uh, have some like fun times with it for sure. Oh yeah, no, you can do some great shit. Um. But yeah, I mean that's that's really about all that's new with me this week. What's going on with you guys? I mean, not this isn't new with me, but that that reminds me of um uh, a while ago I discovered that you can change the sounds your computer makes. So oh, yeah. you know, so you know how like when you plug in a USB, it makes like a da 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 sound, and when you unplug it, it also makes like a da 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 sound, something like that, mm -hmm. some kind of sound. I learned you can change those sounds to any audio file you want. And since it being the modern internet, it's very easy to make any sound effect an audio file. So oh, yeah. I've customized my computer to do some pretty obscure shit when- Some pretty, okay, obscure. That's an interesting word choice. Not the word I expected to hear. What What is it about your setup that makes it obscure? Okay, maybe obscure is the wrong word, but like, it's just like so out of nowhere. Cause like when, when I have a, I think I need to recalibrate cause I think it's not working, but I had it set up. <laughs> so I need to do whatever I need you to do. Ba you basically set me up. Like I basically filled my machine with shit posts and then you were like, I need to recalibrate. I gotta code it back in. But I gotta <laughs> fucking tune it. For some reason, I don't know why, it just stopped working. But I had it so if you plug in a USB, uh, it would be like, Daddy Chill. And if you plugged, uh, unplugged it, it would say, My dick fell off. <laughs> you know what? Both of those? Pretty excellent. I, I, I thought they were pretty good. Uh, They're good uh, choices. When, uh, you know like the, the Windows error message when you try to do something you can't do? I changed that so it's uh the Roblox oof sound. Oh, oh just just like small silly things like that. I th oh. I think it's just a very yeah that exactly. Oh. Exactly. So I uh, I just think it's pretty funny when uh, yeah M Windows error pops up and it just says oof to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that, that's what uh your <laughs> soundboard made me made me think of. I. <laughs> And it was even it all came full circle when you said that. I realized, oh, I have that exact sound effect here at the ready. Wait, um, this is I can already tell this is going to be a problem. Like, this is going to be like an era of the podcast that, like, <laughs> the few people who do listen to it are going to look back and be like, yeah, I really fucking hated that period of the <laughs> that fucking soundboard and <laughs> just fucking abused it every episode. Uh, I promise I'll try to be responsible. I, but I can't. I'll promise that I'll try. I can't promise that I always will. Well, do you have it set up so it's like random letters make the sound, or is it like symbols, no. like the equal sign or like the plus whatever? Oh no, I, I have an array of keys assigned right now. I, I'm oh, just okay. kind of working row by row as I fill it out. I've only got a, a, a so many right now, but I, I eventually plan to have a, a wide array. <laughs> 
See, I think it'd be funny if you, like, set it up so your letters would, like, ha make the sound effects, and then one day you're typing a report or something, and it's just a sea of sound effects coming at you. <laughs> I imagine right now, like, even just with the few keys I have, if you started just, like, mock typing on those, <laughs> you really want to stop really fast after maybe, like, five keystrokes, because it's just all the, like, just... It's just shit posts every fucking key, like everyone a different flavor, and none of them really good. But it's yeah, that's comedy, <laughs> I guess. Big uh, B's gonna start entering random Discord servers, entering the voice chats, and terrorizing everyone. <laughs> Honestly, it, it's probably gonna happen more often now, but. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. I can't do it all the time. I have to pick my battles because, like, if I do it all the time, it becomes too predictable. <laughs> and then it's not effective anymore. Exactly. You can't, like, yeah. But it is it is fun to have. <laughs> so, and that's the problem because something that fun, how do you, you don't want to not do it because it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Self control. Uh, episode 15 on a balcony banter. It's on. It's on, we're here, we're live, we got our pal Dingo with us. What's up? It's a good time, I think. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Bias. And I am Big B. And yeah, this is episode 58 of Balcony Banter. No, 59. Yeah, 59, you're right, sorry. That, oh, 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 now uh, who's slipping, now who's slipping. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. Wait, I'm sorry. No, uh, we got no. Dingo. I guess you just—I don't know. We came out here. You were just still here. Were you just here like all week or something? Wait, I thought a couple weeks have gone by since. Am I crazy? Well, Wait, the last episode been multiple. No, well, the last it. episode was with Zoo, and then the one before that. Oh no, yeah, you're was... fucking holy shit! Whoa, <laughs> you're right. Yo, I completely forgot about that. Your sense of time Yo. is starting to go. Jesus Christ! Yeah, wow. I'm well. Slipping. I mean, now I'm is, slipping. <laughs> I mean, that is partially Jesus. on me because I, I haven't uploaded the other episode yet. So you're not totally. <laughs> well, okay, you didn't have to admit that. I wasn't trying to like. <laughs> it's okay. I I just more. I don't know. I just totally forgot that that was in between. I, or maybe I just mixed up the order of when it had happened because I guess not that I forgot that we did an episode with Zoo. I just I thought the last one we did was with with you dingo but well all right i guess i'm wrong <laughs> yeah i just came out you were just here a little early for the show i guess uh <laughs> figured he'd been here for a few weeks now i don't know it's well none of us are really all here or i mean we will <laughs> we will be later as counterintuitive as that may seem but the recording setup is a little easier when we do it remote i find yeah for sure but I'm glad to be on here tonight with you boys. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, not a lot's really happened this week. It was just kind of a, a busy week that not a lot really significant is that there is to talk about. But, uh, well, we got to rewatch District 9, which was kind of fun, I guess. Uh, or at least partially, because uh, his boyfriend was watching it for a college assignment. But, uh, Wait, yeah, beyond that. Really? That What kind of yeah. class is he taking? He's doing, a, he's doing a, like a film studies elective. Oh okay. That's, yeah. Like we watched, watched, oh, yeah, watched District watch District Nine. 
Yeah, we watched uh, Mulholland Drive actually. That before, oh, I talked about that on the podcast. I think that we had watched that. I don't remember if I had mentioned the college course thing, but yeah. Um, but no, District Nine's dope. That's a great movie. But I, I've seen that like many times, and that, I've known that it is. And I, <laughs> it, it was the movie that made me fall in love with Neil Blomkamp as a director. But man, it sucks that neither of the movies that he he made after that were really quite lived up to District Nine. But yeah. What do you do? I'll be honest. I've watched District 9 once, and I don't remember anything about it. Oh, that's... Oh, man. Boo. <laughs> I'm disappointed to hear that. That's a really good movie. It's uh, it's this whole commentary on, like, refugees and, like, how they're basically, like, mistreated. And, it, and a lot of it even kind of down on, like, racial lines and stuff like that. But they do it all through, like, this whole sci-fi thing where, like, in the 80s over Johannesburg, a big UFO gets stuck. And then all the aliens that were on board, these big, like, uh, humanoid bugs basically get, like, brought down to the surface. And they just end up, like, living in what becomes, like, a slum, basically. Yeah. And, uh, then it basically comes down to they just basically give throw their hands up and hand it over to a corporation to deal with it and they're like a weapons manufacturer who's basically like their only interest in helping these people is just to basically exploit them and they're basically like allowing them to like send them all like fairly illegally to like uh like what is basically a concentration camp so that they can try and like figure out how to reverse engineer their weaponry because it's absolutely bonkers (laughs) and like it's it really is unapologetic and basically like it in when i remember when i first saw when i was younger like it was in theaters and stuff and it was like yeah like the message is pretty it's not subtle in terms of what it's trying to say but i found like rewatching the parts of it that i did earlier this week i was like honestly i find it just very unapologetic in its message now (laughs) and how like it's very plainly being like yeah these are aliens and yeah, in, in the, there's like a, its own context and everything, but clearly like what's happening is like when you really kind of start to think about it, like, yeah, this this really is no different than how they treat people. They treat these bugs pretty bad. Um, and yeah, it's, but other than that, it's a great, like the visual design is amazing and the way the bug aliens look and are like rendered and everything looks just super cool. And like the whole like, the way it's filmed is like this mockumentary style is really really cool uh uh Charlotte copley absolutely kills it it's it's a it's a great time yeah i feel like i just watched at a time where i just didn't really give a fuck <laughs> and just and, i watched it and i was like this movie looks cool yeah but, like, you know what, what, whatever it's about i don't really i'm not really driving with at this time i just yeah it just looks cool <laughs> that's understandable but yeah like the movies he did after that elysium with brad pitt and stuff like there's parts of it i enjoyed but it was it was not nearly as good story-wise as that there's there's a lot of like visuals that i enjoy because he has like blomkamp as a director has a like unique visual kind of style to a certain degree but yeah it just it wasn't as good and chappy was chappy was something <laughs> yeah i remember watching chappy as well and it's the same thing. I feel like I watched it. It's like I relatively enjoyed it, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, well, except Chappie wasn't as good, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Diane word is um, a unique choice, though. There, I know that part of that is like 
they're South African, so is Neil Blomkamp, and that's like a kind of part of like what he sort of represents with his movies in some way, like or he likes to sort of like rep that like experience and stuff like that, and sort of and bring that forward, which is fine, but and I, I can see what they were going for with it, but I I don't know, man. I when I think back, I'm just like, ah, it didn't hit I don't the know, like I don't I don't hate it, but I don't I don't know if I want to. I don't know. I, you just can't say you you like it so much. No, not definitely not as much as District Nine. Definitely not as much as District Nine. Um, last thing I'll say on that though, uh, he also started doing a thing on YouTube a long while back uh, called Out Studios, where like him and another small group were doing like I don't know these little like short films and stuff with a lot of emphasis on doing like some CG animation involved, but there were a lot of live action stuff and. The first one they did actually had Sigourney Weaver in it, which was kind of neat. Uh, but they were all like really interesting little short movies that they've done, and I would definitely recommend checking those out because those have all been pretty pretty baller. Uh, I think there was like Raka and Firebase, as well as like uh, Zygote was really really good. Um, definitely check those out. But yeah, other than that, he hasn't really done a big movie since uh, Chappie, which is unfortunate but also in a way unsurprising to me <laughs> i mean yeah chappy came out in 2015 so yeah it has been a hot minute since he's yeah. made anything he was supposed to do an alien movie but then that fell through but i don't uh, know i'm sure this, hopefully something at some point i like this because here's the thing i believe that Bolon camp could make a could, like i want him to keep trying i don't i want to see him keep getting chances i just like <laughs> i would like for one to like i if you can Resolve make one... at least to District Nine, <laughs> yeah, like I want another one like that. I want one that good again, and I feel like he could. It's just unfortunate that it hasn't happened yet. But if he makes something that's at least even just building off some of the ideas that he's had for some of the Oat Studio stuff or whatever, like how much of the ideas were his, I don't exactly know because I know there's other people involved than just him. But like, if if it's at least as good as that, then I mean that would be some good shit to see. But yeah, I I don't know. Um. What's new with you lads, though? What's going on with, with you guys? I mean, just... Any, seen any good movies lately? <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just not a whole lot. I've just been... Uh, like I've been... Like I said last week with Zoo, I've just been really enjoying the new Destiny expansion. Ooh, how has that been? I've heard you... I think Zoo told me you actually cleared it on Legendary already. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. It's uh, It was a terrific story. Like, the ending was, like, amazing... Uh, there's still more stuff uh, like coming because it's like early in the season so like there's still yeah a few more things coming but overall yeah the campaign's done but yeah it's just a terrific story uh, I'll reiterate my comments from last week like yeah this is a good time to get to be like getting back into Destiny it's like they finally made like a, a banger expansion damn alright yeah that's that's just why what I've been occupied with all this last week well i can't blame you it's i don't know i'll say it sounds kind of neat the bit that i've seen from it from zoo showing me on stream and stuff like that looks pretty neat but i don't know i i'm still in that pokemon and i'm definitely still in that <laughs> red dead redemption too so i i don't know right now it's just and here and here's the other problem as cool as that looks I've also been seeing a lot of Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, and yeah. And that's also been kind of fucking tempting. I've been thinking, oh, man, like, 
so off man everyone around me is getting it and it looks really cool and i it's like making me want to try and play it too because i'm like i've not ever been a big like souls guy yeah not that i dislike them i've just never been like that good at them and i just i don't know they're they're fun but like i also know that like i don't i don't know i never quite stick with them the way that i like do with some other types of games i guess but elden ring looks pretty cool (laughs) and i do i don't know i do have fun trying these games but they kick they kick my ass oh yeah because yeah they're pretty pretty hard although i will say as a point of pride for myself i did defeat the cleric beast (laughs) Uh, and and i almost got gas coin but (laughs) (laughs) you beat Uh, the optional boss congratulations yep and he was not that easy for me anyways but i i fucking i murdered that big bitch (laughs) (laughs) it is a very satisfying feeling uh killing a boss you've been stuck on for a bit or that was just been genuinely hard have you have you played the bloodborne demake now no it does look neat though oh i i'm really into the the that whole like this whole like renaissance of like low poly like retro like 3d shit yeah. i don't know why i i used to think it would never work but now that i'm seeing it i'm like you know what i'm kind of i'm kind of down with it because here's the thing like it's kind of like what they did when like when pixel games became the big thing again right where everybody was going back and doing that retro pixel style but yeah. they were applying like modern technology to it and being able to do like fancier things than you could even do before or at least more easily producing some of the fancier stuff from back then so it, it became like this this sort of like renaissance for it in a way like it just it had this like this new coming of like oh yeah it's it's this new fresh take on the old style of game design basically um <clears throat> and that's still around too it's not like that really went anywhere um but it, i mean it was it's not as big as it used to be because it's just that kind of fad has died off but it, seeing it now it's like yeah they're they're sort of doing the same thing with the low poly like old school 3d stuff they're just making it look fresher looking and you know we're looking and running better than it ever could before like it's it's neat it's not just a demake though in terms of graphics though even like gameplay it takes a lot of like the playstation one like resident evil or silent hill mechanics into its gameplay oh yeah i'm sure it's probably not like <laughs> It's not probably going to feel like the best to play, but it's probably going to feel very like true to how games were back. Yes, then, very much. If you're kind of like nostalgic for like the PlayStation One games, this is pretty good. Ooh, I agree. But you know, we did uh, we did get some other news in this past week that I think would be uh, maybe worth discussing. <laughs> That yeah. would be, yeah. I, I think, I think, I think, I think you know what I'm talking about, Dingo. We doing this? Oh, we're doing. We're definitely doing this. <laughs> this is the whole reason I <laughs> wanted to get you back on again this week because okay, we Turn we got the, uh, like. Well, okay. I thought it was a week after. We, I thought like last week we had yeah. talked about this, so it, it was a little bigger in my mind then. But I guess even like a couple weeks ago, that's still not that far back. Yeah, we were talking about. Oh yeah, a whole you know game freak learns their you know like a good lesson from the success of pla and like builds on that success with the next release and then now we have the announcements of fucking scarlet and violet now coming out later this year and it looks like it's basically just the new mainline titles but 
basically just doing it in a PLA kind of style, it seems like. I mean, if if this actually plays out the way I, I think it will, this is this will be like one of the best Pokemon games to come out. It it you know, if they learn the right lessons from PLA, yeah. If if it's close enough to that game while still making like enough improvements, even if they're not like big improvements, as long as it's like just building on what they did with that and making that a better experience, and you know, obviously like blending that probably more with some of the more like core game elements like we see pokemon centers in the trailer and stuff yeah. like that i would imagine oh, yeah. it's probably more of a return to that style maybe fewer like survivalist and like crafting elements maybe but i'm okay with that more or less but as long as they keep like a lot of the catch mechanics and stuff the same like that's good don't get rid of that that's that's the good stuff you know like the the way that the whole like open world system is like yeah, that's good. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just I we'll have to see when more gameplay stuff comes out because it really is a bit early to tell. But the fact that they've come out and said that it's going to be an open world experience already too, and from what we've seen in the trailer and how similar it looks to PLA, I have to guess it's probably in a similar vein, right? But man, those those starters alone are have me hyped for the game. I love I love the look of them. What were the names again? It was the cat grass starter was so, the Sprigatito, I believe. Yeah. Sprigatito. And then, and then you got Fue Coco. Fue Coco. And you got Quaxley. Quaxley. Yeah. Quaxley. Fue Coco is my, my fave, though. That's it. I'm mean, playing that out right now. <laughs> that's the fire type one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I will say this much. I've, I had. Uh, nothing against like the fire starters, but I personally have literally never picked a fire starter in any Pokemon run I've done. Really? Because I just, yep, really? I just, I just prefer the water and grass personally. You know what? I can kind of understand. There's a lot of water and grass starters I do like. <laughs> Though there, there are some fire ones I enjoy. I really like um, Gen Five fire starter uh, Tepig, and then oh yeah, Aurora that he evolves into. So he's pretty cool, but. Uh, but um, but I'll tell you this though that uh, what was his name again? The fire one, Fuegi, Fue Coco, Fu uh, Fue Coco. He, I this honestly might be the first time I ever pick a fire starter because he just Ooh. looks so derpy and so cute, and I love him. He's great. He, he is great. I love him. He's a little chili pepper he, boy. He's got a little pocket. Like how how can you not love that? <laughs> I like that. That's the, I. It's. I like that. That's the detail that you. That like you. Uh, I don't know. That that's what spoke to you about the design. That's that's interesting. Because <laughs> uh, and, and I don't say that like in a, in a, a derisive way. It's it's yeah. more just meant to be like. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people like a lot of people like these little chili pepper boards. They like these little cute alligator creature. But I like that. That's like the detail that like that's that's what you found interesting about it. And I think that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, I I love the design, uh. But um, I have been seeing a lot of people, uh, make like posts and stuff, uh, saying, "Okay, Game Freak, now uh, for the cat Pokemon, the paws stay on the ground for like the the further evolutions." <laughs> oh yeah, my God. we keep them on all fours. I, I don't know if I believe it, but yeah. I don't think they'll do it honestly. What As do you I think? Oh, yep. 
I was gonna say I personally want them to like make the final evolution like stay on all fours, like keep the theme, but I don't think they will personally. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I do wonder though. What are what are your what what are you banking on? Like, if you had to bet like ten bucks right now on what like the dual typings of each of the starters will be at their final evolution, what would you guess right now? Uh, well, obviously firefighting. For the fire one. No, fuck off. That I don't I don't <laughs> believe. I with the way this starter looks, and who knows, maybe they'll fucking just out of spite prove me wrong. <laughs> and it will be, but I don't know. I feel like with this one, with this one, I don't think it's gonna be firefighting. I think they're gonna break the trend. I'm well, I'm gonna say that's my that's my guess. I'll tell I'll... you what the exact typing I'm thinking is in a moment, but I'll sorry, I'll let you continue. I don't think it actually will be firefighting. I just yeah, I just say that for the meme because Pokemon fans will know. Damn, um, I, can't, I can't believe you've done this. Ah, <laughs> uh, but for for like my actual guess, um, I would, I don't know if if they would stick with like just pure typing or if they would add some. I honestly couldn't. Well, I'll say like almost all the gens they've done recently. I'm pretty sure every like final evolution yeah. has been a dual type. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I know with like the uh, last like main li uh, line, sorry, mainline game, they've been experimenting with different types, like that, like the grass one, like the owl one from Gen Eight, I think. Or no, sorry, Gen Seven. Seven. Uh, that was an owl oh, or yeah. uh, grass ghost. Yeah, that was a grass ghost type, which I thought was fucking amazing. Like that was like, yeah. okay, we're doing cool typings like that. So apart well, from like, things... that was actually with PLA too. I'll say just as a really quick example too, because they did the the new versions of like the final evolutions for like Typhlosion and Decidui and uh, shit. What was the other one? Um, Ashwa. Oh, uh, yeah. What's his final evolution? Oh, Coach I don't. Kevin. I don't know because I think it's the worst one of that generation. Fuck, I don't oh, remember yeah. either. Oh, I I don't know. I've slightly come around on him, but anyways. They they all have like new um like typings and stuff like they're all still like water fire grass but now deciduous like grass fighting the Oshawott final evolution is water dark I believe yeah and uh then uh Typhlosion is fire ghost uh, okay but yeah go on I I do want to hear what your your theories are these well I think for the fire one a part of me thinks that they actually might do like a legit fire dragon this time. Oh, I see. I low key. That's I thinking it's between that or Fire Dark. But you know what? Fire Dragon I think would be a like a weirder, wilder kind of choice. And I, you know what? I think they could go for it. I, you know what? I'm gonna say that's my guess for Fire too. Okay. What about you, Dingo? We'll go. We'll go. We'll go type by type, and then okay. we'll, we'll see. We'll compare here. What do you What do you think he, for Fire? For me, Fire Dragon seems too obvious. That's fair. See, that, that's here's the thing, fair. though. How many other Fire Dragon Pokemon are there? There are not many, I will say. So here's the thing. That's he, why I think it's pretty I, left field. But I was going to say maybe Fire Ground. Uh, you know what? I could that see would, it, but I that would be that a too. lot more boring to me. Because there's plenty <laughs> of Fire Ground Pokemon. Really? Yeah, there's... You have... Um, oh, fuck. Uh, well, Numble and Me uh, Meg... Or yeah, yeah, you okay, got yeah, them. Uh, okay, well, fuck. Maybe I thought there was maybe more, but maybe it was just him. 
I'll I'll Google that as, <laughs> and hopefully save my case as uh well okay why do you why do you think fire ground though I guess I think like fire dragon is pretty obvious I'll give you as to why we would think that yeah but why I, although I would say I also pick it because I do think it would be pretty off the wall just based on how many other fire dragon types yeah. there are but yes why why would you say fire ground just because I think it's a cool type thing. I, there's nothing about this Pokemon that tells me, hey, this is going to be a fire ground. It is a cool, uh, that would be a really cool typing. Uh, I kind of think more design-wise, because, like, uh, I'm thinking, like, what's that one Pokemon from, I think, Gen 5? It's like a dark ground, a lizard. Uh, dark ground. Uh, oh, what was it? I don't know. Oh. Uh. Oh, it's okay. This so, guy, Krukana, I oh, think is file. Oh, crocodile. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, part of me thinks like even like that. That kind of looks like crocodile. Kind of looks like it could be the final evolution for, yeah. uh, whatever the new guy's fire type guy is. Yeah. That's fair. Honestly, I'll say that's I kind of said similar of Quaxley to uh, uh, Ducklet, actually, because yeah. <laughs> like he does look like a little version of that in a way. But I, I, I don't know. There, there is a I'll say there is a charm to Quaxley. I'll admit, but I'm probably going Quaxley. Really? I mean, yeah, Quaxley is like, on my team. <laughs> that that is like. That. Uh, Quaxley is like an amazing starter. The only thing that makes me like kind of like uh, let down with him is we we already have a water duck Pokemon with uh, whatever that the little form of Swana is. We have yeah Ducklet. We have and yeah, we Ducklet. also also my man. We have no. I know it's like sorry, Psyduck Farfetch'd. as well. I was, I was gonna say I would be really remiss. Well, okay, Farfetch'd is a little different, maybe. Well, well, Farfetch'd he also has the whole duck. thing with. Well, yeah, but he also has the whole thing with the leak and the the, the sword For sure. thing. Yeah, so I mean, here's what I'll say about the fire starter. <laughs> yeah, that's a really I, I say water ground. My first real thing when I saw it was fire water, but I knew they were never going to do that. Game Freak is never going to have the balls to do that. Uh, watch, watch, <laughs> watch. Okay, well, I guess the only thing I would say is they probably wouldn't do that as a starter because the yeah, only reason fair. I think would be. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. You are yeah. right because that would be because let's because you, you know, know it would even it if would you, be even wild. If you okay, but hold on, name. hold on. I have a theory. Though, okay, because it would be really wild if they did one generation where the dual typing was literally every one type moved like one over. <laughs> so I'm sorry, that's maybe a wild sentence just to throw out. So what I mean is like you would have like fire water and then like uh, I don't know. It would be like grass water or and then like water i don't know i'm not sure i guess it doesn't work that well because you end up with duplicates somewhere yes. along the line okay never mind that was a bad idea i guess that's why they haven't done that uh do go on <laughs> yeah but i was just saying like even when like you look at its name like Fue, like the first part of its name is obviously going off fuego which is like fire in spanish which is obviously where the, this region is supposed to be like inspired from yeah, and then like Coco is supposed to be like Cocodrilo, which is like crocodile. Oh, so I, I was see. like, maybe oh, it's just like a fire crocodile. Maybe I should take this literally. 
but Game Freak would never do that. Yeah, well, you never know, because he could end up turning into, like, Chili Pepper Dragon, but, which <laughs> would be cool. Yeah, I know, but... Chili Pepper Dragon also works. Uh, for the Grass Starter, uh, Sprigatito, I would probably say Grass Fairy. You know, I'm. I think I'm honestly pretty on board with that. I that's kind of what I feel like it could be, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Like I, I that that starter is one because it's just so. It's other than the little leaf pattern on its face, which I I know everybody's pointed out, but I I because of my own proclivities do need to point out it looks incredibly like a pot leaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and you know, like I just. Sorry, I don't mean to take up too much airtime, but I do just need to to really, really uh, quickly point out, and I am buying time as I figure out what... Smoke weed every day! God damn it. Yeah, I just needed to get that one in there. Uh, this is going to be a fun one to listen back to, I bet, bees. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you sound tired of it already. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you need to memorize these keys. It's gotta be just instant. When you'd be like, I, "Oh, I got a delay." It's like, "Oh, my, my man, it's I over. have I have all of the F keys filled out. That's like twelve different keys on its own, and there's already a couple <laughs> others beyond that. I like, and I just set this up last night. Like, there's no way I'm gonna remember them all that quickly. Your just expectations saying. are. I guess, you know, if I'm going to wield this power, I better be able to wield it properly, right? Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, that's, see what I mean? But yeah, I yeah. guess Qua Ducklet does look a little derpier. Than yeah, yeah see, well, that was just my original point. Like, I'm just a little underwhelmed with Quaxley because, like, if you look at Ducklet and Quaxley side by side, like, it's literally just two small ducks. I like, honestly, the exact though, same, almost the exact same design. Here's the thing I'll say if I had to choose between the two of them, Quaxley's better. Oh, <laughs> Get yeah. Rid of Ducklet. Of I don't care about <laughs> Ducklet. <laughs> um, sorry to the Ducklet stands out there, I guess. Um, what do you think, though, Bees? What do you think about the grass starter? Is he going to be. A part of me, for some reason, is thinking grass dark. Because, like, really? I'm thinking. Yeah, because, like, I'm thinking. Um... Uh, what's that one uh, Generation Five cat Pokemon? Uh, oh, it's like the main games. Yeah, it's like that's your the your rival's goals. Like get his sister's. Uh, oh yeah. Whatever back. Yeah. And that's like a dark cat Pokemon, and for some reason I'm just like getting that vibe from. Really? From like You're getting this. I'm sorry, you look at that cat and you get a vibe of evil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I do want to like I don't know I'll say maybe it will be I don't think you're wrong I just I don't know what it is about it that makes you think it looks like it's gonna be mean not evil just like I don't know uh full I, I'm just getting like kind of a dark just a dark type vibe I don't know wow okay <laughs> i went looking for a picture to throw it up as like a reference of like how could you hate this but then i did find this as like a fake <laughs> one like version of its final evolution that is just like a pot panther with like a burning like doobie tail which is re it's really good it's really well drawn it looks yeah. like the game art style but like 
It's just literally a weed Pokemon. <laughs> fire That's what grass. we need. Maybe you know, maybe it will be fire grass. I but can like, see how it, they incorporate the Pokemon into the lore now. <laughs> this is the one that like like the game where you just get a ton of big like legalize it stands. Yes. For, like, you gotta you gotta legalize it around the world every week. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Here's another reason why I was think thinking uh, dark grass dark as well because oh, Litten, yeah, because he's a fire yeah. dark. See, but he looks he looks mean already a little bit. I don't know. I you look at Sprigatito, looks like a, a real friendly boy or girl or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. What about the water? We gotta talk about the duck. What does the duck yeah. become? What does he grow into? Um, we're really dedicating a lot of time to this, but yes, I, am, I am, yeah, it, no, <laughs> I'm glad. You know what? I'm glad you agree. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, I think uh, Quax is gonna evolve into water fighting, and I'm, my logic here is that the duck's gonna kind of evolve into this like water conquistador. Honestly, you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was okay. either thinking like boring water flying or yeah, water okay. fighting. Here's oh, I don't know because I guess fuck. See, here's the thing I was gonna refute that on the basis that they have done a few like a, a few evolutions of Pokemon that have done that, like they become a water fighting thing. At least I feel like they have. I don't know. I guess oh, maybe yeah. there's you know, it's only really the one example I can think of right off the top of my head. Well, I guess Poly, Poly yeah, Polyrath. Are Poly World isn't, but Polyrath is a oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, okay, okay. I couldn't remember, but no, you're okay, that's good. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Yeah, but I, like, I don't think you're wrong. I, I could see that too, but I do think you're not wrong with the Conquistador angle. But what I was going to say is maybe Water Steel, though I guess they've done that one too with Empoleon. Yeah, Empoleon. Yes. He's not, that wouldn't be as unique. But depending on what angle they take on him being yeah. a Conquistador, I feel like that could work too. Um, because with this little hat thing, I could see that being the case, maybe. Yeah, but I, I would be down with that too. I don't know. I don't know what that would actually settle on, though. I don't know if I really believe that it would be. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll go with that in lieu of I don't really know what it would be beyond that. Maybe he'll turn evil. Maybe he'll get like a mean streak. <laughs> Quacks will be water dark. What about oh. you, bees? What do you what do you believe? What do you believe the duck will become? What potential uh, do you see in the duck? I'm pretty sure I yeah, I agree with Stu, uh, with the water fighting, honestly. I think yeah. they're gonna try to go for some unique types and yeah, water fighting ha obviously has been done before, but like it not a whole lot. So I the one thing I'll say, I did look up while we were talking, and I I'll give you for the fire, Dingo. Fire ground is is especially rare. Apparently, yeah. the Tamarupt and like his line, the only the only ones really. Other than I think Groudon, Groudon. is maybe the only ex exception to that. But, I think Groudon's only ground though. Uh, not Primal Groudon apparently. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Which I guess was the only example, but I thought maybe Groudon was as well. But no, you are right. Groudon is just ground type, but uh, not Primal Groudon it seems. But that's that's like whatever. That's like a like such a niche like who who cares kind of yeah uh, stipulation. Um, 
I don't know, man. Like I that trailer, like I don't know all the variety of Pokemon. I like that we're getting a different different mix than what we had on TLA. But I, I don't know. I just I just hope that it's that, and I hope they don't just try to like make it like too much like the old games. I guess. So yeah. here's what I suspect is going to happen. All right, later. I think go. it's going to be more open world in that you know the Pokemon are going to be everywhere and you can run around and stuff. And I encounter them, but I don't think they're going to bring the catching mechanics. And I think say, it's I think it's just you're going to run into the Pokemon that you encounter, and that's probably and you're going to catch them like in battle. It does seem, I will say, like from the trailer, it doesn't look like they have like a generalized terrain battlefield anymore. It looks like wherever you encounter that Pokemon, that's where the fight's going to happen. Which I do really like, and I would yeah. like for them to continue. And I. I don't know, as long as the battles still kind of initiate the same way they did in PLA, I could yeah. maybe live with that. But I do think it, I would be kind of disappointed if they don't let you try to just cat Pokemon like they did in PLA. I feel like that'll be a bit of a letdown for me. I mean, the I only way, reason I kind of see it this way is because like this game is obviously was in development alongside PLA. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't I think to. they're sharing like the same mechanics. Like, yeah, they've, but they've already stopped. I don't know. Something. I, I see here's the thing. I don't know. I feel like it, they could have also been sharing a lot of tech and a lot of ideas. I mean, it would be a lot more cost effective to use the same engine and everything, right? And oh, for to sure. Not, and to reuse like mechanical stuff, like things that they can just re implement into a new game. I don't know. I think, honestly, I personally believe it's not that far fetched. I think PLA was like kind of like a Hail Mary, and they're going to probably play it more safe with this one. I don't and know. just what makes money and what works. I'm hoping that that's not entirely true, but I we'll have to I see. I think I think with um the uh disappointment and letdown of Sword and Shield, I think they might. Uh, I do. Uh, how do I word this? A part of me is yeah worried that Dingo will be right that um they are just gonna do the safe route. But with like the major backlash Sword and Shield got, I think they might want to swap her up a bit. Here's the thing I'm gonna say too, though, because they just put out PLA, which was this whole big like action RPG take on Pokemon with as an open world thing, and then they, not that long after releasing that, announced Scarlet and Violet, and the whole big focus is on how it's a big open world core series Pokemon game now. I feel like they are very deliberately drawing comparisons here. Yes. That's my take, though. And here's the thing. I, I still think it would be cost-effective for them to utilize the same stuff that they did, but I'll give you the timelines that you talk about, too. It, it does bring to question, like, would they really put faith in something that was maybe at the time kind of untested? But then again, maybe they also saw the potential in it, too. It's it's. I think it could go either way, but I'm I don't know. I'm just. I'm really hoping they're taking the risks and not playing it too safe. Personally, yeah, for sure. But we'll see. I'm just really hoping that the reception to PLA is what's going to drive that willingness to not just settle. But we'll have to see. I guess. Okay. Well, I All I right. kind of just did a little research, and I found an article. And oh. I think on the Pokemon website, it's saying, oh. like, you'll be we able to experience the true joy heat. of the Pokemon series battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them. 
Oh, really? Have I they confirmed that? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see if I can fucking get to like the actual site for the new Pokemon game to see this, but they might it might be a little confirmed. Oh no, really? That's uh, unfortunate. Da -da -da. Yeah, like um I mean I'm gonna post the article not the article, but like the lines I'm looking at here. Various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders. You'll be able to see the Pokemon of this region in the skies, the seas, and the forests on the streets. All over, you'll be able to experience the true joy of Pokemon series battling as wild Pokemon in order to catch them now in an open world game that players of any age can enjoy. Well, I guess we'll have to see, but that does sound pretty, pretty, like pretty on, on the nose. There's not really a lot of ways you can misinterpret yeah. that. Uh, well, that is a little unfortunate, but I guess we'll have yeah. to see. Who knows? Maybe it won't quite. Maybe that's just how they worded it there, and that's not how it'll actually be in game. For sure. But I, I'm not getting I, my hopes up. I, I, yeah, no, I, I think you're right though, Dingo. <laughs> that yeah. regard. Uh, uh, well, you know what? As long as the other stuff holds true to like what similar to what they did in PLA. I can at least live with that because at least the the way that you initiate and engage in battles in PLA is still more interesting to me than how it had been in traditional games. Like I'm not necessarily expecting like the agile and strong style moves to come back. It'd be cool if they did, but I you know it's fine. But yeah, I yeah I don't know. We'll just have to see, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I'll just have to wait and see. I will add. I love what this game seems to be uh based off the iberian peninsula mainly spain and portugal oh yeah from like the the little image of the map they show it looks like it's kind of like the west end of portugal yeah uh, and yeah even like the architecture of some of the buildings is very from that area and i'm pretty excited for this game honestly yeah, I could see that's actually a good point because yeah, you your your family comes from Portugal, yeah. So oh. that's that's actually kind of interesting too because this this is probably like kind of a that that would have a I could see that having a much more like a personal kind of a, a relation to to you know what you would uh, exactly yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of cool actually because yeah, like I I it's not something I've ever really I mean I don't know I feel like I'd have a hard time really experiencing that because I feel like it's I don't. I don't. My background's just like you know, like white European. Yeah. <laughs> I'll live. My family's been in Canada for tons and tons of years. It's not like yeah, it's it, it's that kind of thing. I'm just I'm North American. It's I'm white North American. Whatever. It's you know, I, I you know, some of base is something around that. That's that's what it is. That that sounds like it'd be kind of an interesting experience to see like a game take on like something a little bit more unique and something very kind of close to you personally it would be <laughs> interesting. Yeah, man. Like I, I'm excited about that. Maybe Dink uh, will be the main did... character. <laughs> he will be when he buys it. <laughs> exactly. But he'll have to pick if he's a boy or a girl. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing, actually. Uh, the first thing that they've shown that, you know, will be be different between the two games is how your character's, like, clothes look. Oh, yeah, I did see oh. Like, if you pick uh, Scarlet, then your clothes are a little brighter and have, like, reds, while if you pick Violet, it's darker and blues and purples that's cool yeah i i feel like they've done that with some games before but it, it is cool to see that they sort of like continue doing little 
little differences between them at least though i <clears throat> i would be remiss not to point out the the whole i don't know i always feel like the whole like two version release thing was kind of always a little bit of a grift at this point but <laughs> you know it's one of those conventions of the series that's financially beneficial so they're not going to let that go for sure but yeah oh yeah well in a game's tagline that says gotta catch them all yet you have two exclusive you have two games that have very different pokemon in them and can't literally can't get the others i can yeah. see your frustration with that well i get the, they can kind of justify it as like oh you're supposed to like trade them across and stuff but i, I don't know man i always felt like it was like you're just kind of putting that out knowing there's going to be a bunch of people who's going to buy both games because they need to have all the stuff. So I don't know. But at the same time, it is what it's, you know, it is. What it is. I'm not going to buy two versions of it. I'm just going to pick the one I want more and play that. And I think that's what people should do and just use the trading mechanics otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. With the internet now, it's easier to trade than ever. You don't need to find oh, yeah. another kid in the neighborhood that has the opposite version of the game. And yeah. Get him to trade with you. And hope he has a link cable. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 2022, still on that link cable shit. <laughs> Never gonna change. Never change. Uh, Never change. Well, I think we ought to move into doing some doing some shoutouts. Get into our shoutout corner. Call out some cool shit that we've seen recently. And who would like to go first? I mean, I, I, I can go first, I guess. Um, so, I know I, I talked uh, recently about uh, this little video game called Master Duel for uh, for all the Yu-Gi-Oh nerds out there. Uh, I'm, I'm not recommending that again, um, but it is Yu-Gi-Oh related. Uh, it is a YouTube channel uh, called The Duel Logs. Uh, and he just releases uh, informational videos, like kind of top ten lists about the game, but like it's not like uh, generic like top ten lists, like like top ten cards out when you the game no matter what. It's just uh, lists that like that basically uh, let him talk about different cards throughout the game. And if you know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh, you know there's a lot of cards in the game. And <laughs> one of the highlights for me in Yu-Gi-Oh is just like kind of seeing all the different cards there are. Like and it's kind of like, re <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How could you go wrong with Sonic Duck? Oh man, have uh, you seen yeah. the Sonic Duck card, Dingo? I do apologize, bees. I, I don't want to <laughs> I will. <laughs> you you continue on, bees. I'm gonna bring up Sonic Duck for for Dingo here. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, um, the way he does his channels, uh, it's just very very nice to watch like they're very well edited his voice uh, is very nice to listen to he knows a lot about the game uh so he's very like he's just a good source to kind of like get information from and uh, yeah if you're just anything like me and like to hear people talk about like the cards uh, of the game he's a very solid channel to recommend <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good yeah. recommendation it, no, it sounds neat, um, especially if you're into that kind of game. Like, it would be something that would be interesting to go in and check out for sure. Sorry, my laughter was at <laughs> Dingo's text reaction. To oh, the, yeah. The Sonic, Sonic, Sonic duck. duck. The duck who goes fast. Um, I think for this week, I'm going to recommend an album 
because uh, that's usually my my fallback to for music stuff. Because that's the thing of like, if I'm not checking out anything in a week, I'm at least checking out different music stuff. And yeah, <laughs> my, my boyfriend walked by so the, the Sonic Duck on there. That's like his favorite card. So he just he saw it, pointed at. It, he's like, "Hey," <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, I got it." Um, he had to, had to teach Dingo about it. Um, so yeah, album "Long in the Tooth" by the Budos Band from released back in 2020. They've they've been around for like a bunch of years, basically like a, a instrumental funk group. Basically, really really good. They're this this album is like uh very western inspired almost with kind of like a a a bit of like a mexican flavor a little bit to it too but it's uh it's very cool it's it just sounds like desperados the wild west kind of vibe but like just some really like swagger like funk banger takes on it basically like it's it's just got this really cool vibe it sounds like you've you you've been in the desert fighting badass sharpshooters for like a week and it's that's that's the whole like kind of style of it it's it's very cool definitely recommend it long in the tooth by the budos band okay always i always enjoy a solid music recommendation yeah yeah and what about you dingo okay i, I think i got an idea here uh so I feel like I may have mentioned it on this podcast before, but uh, I have watched before the um, Dungeons and Dragons stream series Critical Role. Okay, yeah. And they have somewhat recently, within like the last month or two, released a animated series on Amazon Prime called The Legend of Fox Machina. Oh, I think I saw something about this. It was like a clip people were sharing around of Matt Mercer, I think, and he was. Well, I don't really know much of the Critical Role stuff. Yeah. I'll just say up front, um, not to say it's good or bad. I just I haven't really seen it. Uh, but it, it, yeah, it was like I I'd seen and heard people talk about him around. Cause I think he's like one of the main center people on the show, and uh, he it was like a clip of him like watching like one of the scenes because I think it's just based off of like the the D and D series they yeah. had done or something like that, right? Yeah. And it was like so it's the sequence that he obviously probably had a hand in like originating, and it was like basically being animated, and he was like almost like in tears and stuff. And yeah, I I, I can respect that. Like that was like how cool that must have been for him. Yeah. Like that, I can see why people were sharing it around. It looked pretty pretty cool, honestly, yeah. in a way. Uh, but yeah, the the first season's out, and it's pretty good. And I think if people have always been kind of curious about the show and or the D stream and have never really taken one either it looks too intimidating because of the sheer number of episodes or the episode lengths or anything i would say give this a good a try and see if you like it it's it's roughly the first 30-ish episodes of their first season uh and it has most people would argue i mean i guess but it has one of the best like arcs, I guess, that the Critical Role streams have ever done. Okay. And I think it's a good starting if you've been curious and want to kind of take the plunge. Damn. You know what? That is kind of intriguing. That is very intriguing. Might have to check that out. Yeah, neat little fantasy series that uh, uh, can get pretty violent and, uh, you know, 
bad language and all that, you know, if you're into that. <laughs> now, be, now be careful, folks. This one has cussing. Oh, Can't, no. You know. Gotta look out for that. These men say, these these men and these women and these, these other folks, they say some bad words. <laughs> You're on this pod. We say a lot of bad. Yeah, no, yeah, but I don't. I feel like you gotta at least like, if people an idea of what they're getting into. I suppose that's fair, but like I would like. It's I not like, like a kid-friendly fantasy show. Let's say that. Well, I, yeah, but I, I would hope that there's not really many children listening to this. Though I, I suppose that that you know fair fair advisory. I don't blame you or, or fault <laughs> you for making it. I just I don't know. I feel like if they had it seemed unnecessary. Yeah, like if they had a problem with foul language, they probably wouldn't be here. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, you know, I, you know, like I said, though, that's fair. I, I don't disparage you for it, mm. or I, I don't seek to, but it, it, was, it, did, it was funny to me. Yeah. Um, that was episode 59 of Balcony Manter. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. See, see ya. <laughs> Just, no, I, I, I apologize. We do need to do a proper outro. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming to join us this week, Dingo. Yeah, thank you very much. Always glad to have you on. Glad to continue the Pokemon talks. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was a good time. I'm glad this time it didn't turn into like an almost two hour sprawl of just. <laughs> well, I mean, this one was like forty minutes over like a couple minute trailer, so. Yeah, honestly, it was a lot. Yeah, I guess, you know, that's fair. We, we had a lot more game to go through and then, like, dissect and talk about. This has been, like, already... Yeah, I'll give you a fair bit for a trailer that was, like, not even 30 seconds long, I think. Or maybe... Oh, I guess it was a little more than that. It was, like, a minute something. Not even a five-minute long trailer. Like, yeah. I'll give you. That's a fair point. Um, but... Also, thanks to Zoo Blackbird Bell for the use of our intro and outro music. Oh yeah, very, uh, very much love to uh, that boy over there. Always appreciate letting him use our his tunes. That's the artist name you should have gone with. That boy over that there. Boy. <laughs> that boy over there. That boy over there is <laughs> his, his debut release. Oh shit, here he goes. <laughs> Oh god, that's uh, stupid. Uh, uh, I, I, he's on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Twitter. Uh, he, I'm also on Twitter at Bigby the Wizard, and we're also on Twitter at Falcony underscore Banter. Did that wrong order. Don't worry, got them both out there. Uh, yeah, that's episode 59. What do you got? What's the final word, Dan, this week, Dingo? Play it on us. No maidens. No maidens. <laughs> Okay, is that like hyphenated? <laughs> no, no. It's no, not. It's, it's not. It's just you fucking don't. All right. See you later, folks. See you later. <laughs> fucking no, baby. <laughs>